Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. It was a, a big trade and I think a big uh, addition and moment for, for our team. Uh, Corbin Burns is exactly what we needed. We were in a dogged pursuit of him the entire offseason and it's a, it's a tremendous impact. We might look for ways to add additional depth, whether that's off the roster, minor league signing or, or what have you. We still have some time left, but if this is the group of starting pitcher candidates that we have it's good and it's deep and i do think that it it would be enough to responsibly bring into a camp we've got everything going for us right now and i hope that you know we get some good fortune this year because i think we got a good shot but our divisions are better and we'll see how it goes Vinny and Haney here on 105.7 the fan cordell woodland in for the bobster here with Vinny serato quick draw mcgraw Behind the glass on this Woman Crush Wednesday, sending your favorite female songs from female artists or female bands to the text line and quick draw. We'll handle it from there. And today, pitchers and catchers report down to Sarasota. You heard from GM Orioles GM Mike Elias there in the open. Uh, of course, the Orioles made a big splash about a week or two ago uh, this offseason, acquiring Corbin Burns from the Milwaukee Brewers. Corbin Burns will be a part of the pitchers reporting to Sarasota today. And, you know, this is an Orioles ball club that's coming off of a first place finish in the division, first place in the American League. They won 101 games last year. I think it's safe to say that expectations are through the roof for the Orioles this year. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to admit that they are because they are Mm -hmm. uh, nationally, locally, everywhere because of, like you said, what they did last year and what they've got coming back. So yeah, everybody's expectations are big. And this is the first time going in to a season that they've had this kind of expectation Mm -hmm. under Elias and Hyder. And so, you know, I think, I, I do think while expectations are, are bigger um, I think they had some. I think they had expectations on them last year, not to win a hundred games, you know, not to do what they went on to do. But I, I, I do think that this is a team that will be able to embrace this. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to go out there and repeat enough, you know, get back to back hundred win seasons. I don't know what they'll do. It takes a lot of, like you heard Michael Elias say, it, it takes a lot of luck uh, for that stuff to happen yeah. and a lot of good fortune to fall your way. And for them last year, they had different hurdles that they had to get over. But to their credit, they got over all of them, 
all of them on the field issues. Some some key guys getting injured. Cedric Mullins uh, missed quite a bit of time. You had the John Means situation. Uh, Gunnar Henderson got off to a very slow start mm-hmm. last year, and uh, and then obviously late in the year you have Felix Batista go down for the remainder of the season, but. That combined with some of the off the field issues, they were able to kind of manage all of that and still go out and have a successful year with a young ball club. Yeah, the biggest thing they need is the stars got to stay healthy. That's got to, well, number one, they got the stars got to stay healthy. And then you can't, the Gunners and the Rutchmans and all those, all those guys, Mullins, they got to play to who they are Mm -hmm. play to your level of your talent you know can't have uh sophomore slumps or those kind of things this year um and 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 if and if all of them are playing at elite level they'll have best team and one of the best teams in baseball the orioles did bring back uh ryan o'hearn today on a one-year deal he has a club the, the team has a team option i believe for for next year. So Ryan O'Hearn, one of the unsung heroes yeah. for this ball club last year. He he returns today. And uh I figured that they would add a, a veteran bat before the start of the season or before the start of spring training, to be honest with you. And I'm not even convinced that they're done. I wouldn't be surprised if they add another uh veteran bat to, to this team. I, I think they want as much, you know, pop as they can from both sides of the plate. Um and then also understanding that there will be guys knocking at the door again this year to come up to this to the major league uh, ball club. So just as much as there have been log jams in the past, I think there's still going to be log jams this year. And then, of course, the big I would imagine the big story around spring training right now is trying to figure out if Jackson Holiday is going to make this team. And I, and I think back to last year. It was Grayson. Grayson was the guy that was kind of in this spot of is Grayson going to make the team in all offseason. Everybody had the idea that it was a probably a better chance than not that Grayson was going to be on the opening day roster. Obviously, he ended up not being on the roster, which I think was disappointing to everybody, including Mike Elias, who was who was pretty vocal about, you know, his surprise of the Grayson that he saw in spring training compared to the Grayson that he was hoping right. to see. And, and you know, obviously Grayson ends up coming up and the first stint wasn't great, but the second act yep. was, was, was pretty, pretty good. I, I would say this, probably similar situation as Rodriguez. Rodriguez was listening to Elias. Rodriguez was on the roster. He played himself off right. in spring training. Right. Jackson Holiday is penciled in to play a lot at second base unless he plays himself off the roster this spring. Would you, Norm, you agree with that one? I still think it's an uphill battle for him. Really? I, I don't. I mean, I, when they say they're giving him a shot, they're being nice. Or, yeah. they, I mean, they are going to give him reps, no doubt. They want to see how he handles as many reps against Major League talent as possible. But if Adley Rutschman didn't make the opening day roster, mm-hmm. if Grayson didn't make the opening day roster, I'm sensing a pattern here. Yeah, I, now I, I'm kind of leaning that way also. Like, if I had to absolutely pick today, I would pick that he's on the roster. I, I would imagine that he's on the roster just because I think he's going to almost force their hand. I mean, he's just been so good to this point that I, I feel like 
once they get him out there and and they get him if they're really going to get him some consistent at bats throughout spring training, I, I I'm struggling to see a scenario where he's not going to be one of the better players out there. But to your point, I don't think they're looking at it in a situation where he has to be on the roster. Like you said, uh, Adley wasn't, Grayson wasn't, and both of those guys turned out to be fine, you know, over the course of the season. This, this dude's done stuff that none yeah, of them different. even done. He's, no. he's different. He's different. And and I, for that reason, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm thinking more times than not, he's probably going to be on the roster just because I think his play will be to that level. But if he's not, no. I don't think – it, it's a failure. I don't. I don't no, think they'll look at it. I don't think it it's as, a failure. You know, I, I, I think this and Hyder's kind of got to walk a kind of a. I don't know if it's a difficult line, but you can't just put him on there if he doesn't do well right. because that that's a bad right. bad mo to the team. You know, what I mean, so he's got to in the other players' eyes. You got to hear hear them talking about it that this guy belongs. Right. There is a crowded infield. I mean, I know people kind of fell out of favor with Jorge Mateo at times last year, but Ramon Arias, Gold mm-hmm. Glove winner, mm-hmm. you know, he's proven himself at the major league level. So it's not just a handed over gifting a guy a roster spot here. He does have to earn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, with, without question. And you talk about, I mean, uh, look, they have so many interchangeable parts in that infield. Guys can play multiple positions. So you're going to have guys like Jordan Westberg that can play second base. That's also going to play some third base. Same with Ramon Arias, who can move all over the infield as well. Gunner, I'm curious to see, you know, how much third base is he going to play this year? How much shortstop is he going to play this year? I'm I'm still kind of hoping to get more Gunner at shortstop. I, I know that they've you got a kind gun of been, for an arm, I mean, man. The, and and the whole notion of the the bigger shortstops and stuff like that. This dude is clearly different. He he's different. I, I I'd like to see Gunner at shortstop, but he's so good that it really doesn't matter where they put him. I I just I just think that with all the talent that they already have, and even Mateo, like you like you mentioned, uh, Nolan. He, people have their issues. I had my issues with Mateo at times last year, but more times than not, it was because of the offense. Now, defensively, he wasn't as good last year as he was the year before defensively. That definitely took a little step down, I thought. Um, but we heard Michael Elias when he was on Inside Access talk about him playing some center field as well. I'm excited to see uh, Mateo in center field. A dude with that type of speed that can cover that type of ground in center field, I, I think he'd be good out there to kind of spell said at times. Well, one other thing let me mention about Holiday is his, because of his background, you know, with his dad and all, and he's grown up in baseball, he knows that he's got to come into camp and start fast. I'm guessing he's as ready. He's, he's in uh, early season form, I would think. I mm-hmm. think he's Ready and ready to go and knows that. And I think he'll come out of the gates uh, flying. Yeah, I mean, you look at the only thing I, I guess I worry about is a young kid putting a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. himself. You, the background, sure. He's had it his whole life. Right, he's more prepared than the average ball player, sure. But, I mean, look at how we view Gunnar Henderson right now. I mean, mm-hmm. people are throwing him in a you know preseason or MVP conversation. He struggled early last year, right. and it's not that he was a bad player, still good on defense, still took his walks, but there was something missing at the plate, and a lot of people speculated that it was mental pressure that he put on himself. These guys are human. It's going to happen. This, what is Jackson Holiday? Was 20 years old, maybe? Right. Not even? He can't even drink yet. I mean, 
there's going to be hiccups here. So I, I'm not expecting them to come out and be Babe Ruth right out the gate. Right. And, no. to, and to your point, I, I, all these guys, I think, are going to have pressure on them this year. That'll be, I think, the one thing that'll help Jackson is that he won't be the only – obviously, he has a different type of pressure, right? I mean, he's, you know, another 1-1. One, one. He looks like a – you know, he looks like he could be the man mm-hmm. when it's all said and done. Um, but then you look at guys like Gunner, like like Quick Draw mentioned. Gunner's going to have a ton of expectations on him this year. Uh, Adley's going to have expectations, and we'll talk about him later in the show. Like, what's his next step? What about some of these pitchers? Bradish, I think, is going to be looked at to take a, a big step this year. He was so good last year. Or Cy Rodriguez. Young, you know, Rodriguez. All these guys are are going to have a lot of pressure on them as well. And so will Brandon Hyde. You know, what what's the next step for your ball club? Is was last year the peak or can you continue to ascend with this young team? So well, with Hyder, it's about now it's about you you know win a playoff game yeah, too for the organization. Win a, win a game next yeah. <laughs> this year. Hopefully hopefully they can win a game for sure. But we'll be talking more Orioles throughout today's show as pitchers and catchers Report down to Sarasota to get baseball season started. But coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get to the Ravens a little bit. Uh, the Baltimore Sun, they uh, they put out an updated report last night on the Zay Flowers incident. We'll look at that report and continue to talk about how this may affect the wide receiver room hmm. this offseason next here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports. With balls, it's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Oh, 
Denny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob Haney. Here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass on this Woman Crush Wednesday right here on The Fan. <sighs> it's not a good start to the offseason for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, what about a week or so ago, the Zay Flowers yeah. uh, alleged uh, domestic violence situation had had dropped uh the baltimore banner had put out a story and last night the uh, baltimore sun they put out an updated version of the story saying that uh police in massachusetts con- contacted baltimore county officers last month about a report they'd received of a quote violent domestic incident in owens mills on january 16th according to a knowledgeable source uh, the alleged victim wouldn't name the other person involved, but described him as an NFL player. When acting police shared the news with Baltimore County, they added who they believed it was Zay Flowers. Uh, according to what was reported in Massachusetts, the alleged victim was, quote, physically assaulted and said they were left with multiple bruises, according to the source who requested uh, to be anonymous uh, because they were not authorized to speak. The alleged victim also reported a third individual present uh, that allegedly drew a firearm during the incident. Uh, and they're still saying Baltimore County police is still saying that Zay hasn't been charged, nor is he named a suspect right now. And of course we know that uh, a lot of politicians in the area are trying to get the audio, the 911 audio released right now. So it, it doesn't seem like this is a thing that's going away nope. anytime soon. And, um, I, I is as as information continues to roll out, it's getting tougher and tougher for me to see how this ends positively. Yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire, Cordell, and um, yeah, this is this is not I I and I like Zay Flowers as a player. I love him as a player. Um, but I don't see wh- how it's going to end positive, and especially Norm. Do you have that cut? No, I have a a quote here. This is from 2017, State of the Ravens press conference. Uh, Bashadi said, quote, categorically, we will not take players with a history of domestic abuse. This was in terms of uh, character concerns Mm -hmm. with draftable players. All right. So that says a history. That says the history. history. So he has an out there because it's not history. So he's, he's still... I guess he could say he hasn't. I mean, I don't know if it. I don't know if it would really be used as an out. If you want to go, you know, technically, sure, he's saying history, but would it not still apply if it's active? You know, if it's an active situation, he's going to have a lot of pressure on him. Let's just say that. Um, if he's convicted, well, let's work. Worst case, I wish Ed was still here. If he's convicted, what does he get? You know, that's a, you know the NFL is going to pop him. The NFL, I, I just have always had an issue with the way that the NFL deals with domestic violence because I think that they talk a big game and they and they like to pick and choose when they want to really put the hammer yeah, down. Yeah, I, I don't. I, that's my. It's just too inconsistent with the NFL. They, I, I struggle to even truly believe that that's something that they care about because they have shown that when it's beneficial, you know, when it's beneficial for them, they will overlook it. And when it's something that they want to, if they, you know, want to step in and, and be the bad guy and be the enforcer, they will. So 
I'm just hoping to get some sort of consistency from them. But yeah, I mean, this, this is an unfortunate situation and even to bring it to the football side, it's even more unfortunate for the Ravens who are, who came into this off season with work to do to the receiving room. And now you could end up having to replace every single person in that receiver room because I'm still not convinced Bateman's on this team next year. Now, Maybe depending on what happens with Zay may increase his chances to be here. Who knows? But you may have to replace all of these guys Mm -hmm. this year. May have to redo the whole receiver room. And, and, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, the people that are are making the decisions, if it is true, I mean, Eric's got a daughter. Harb's got a daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if – just think, Cordell. I mean, you you just had a a boy. Just think – 20 years from now, if you have a daughter, you know, and she comes home to you and she's all bruised up. It's a problem. Right. It's going to be a problem. No doubt. And Norm, same with you. I mean, if it's your daughter and she comes home bruised, what happened? He beat me up. Oh, talk about running hot. I'm driving down to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and, it, and it, I could care less that he's a football player. Oh, no, yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody that's, that's the, the last thing on, on anybody's mind uh right now and look it it just seems like i said before it's still you know they're still gathering information they're still trying to get the 911 call released and you know i, I there is still due process right. that that's yep. supposed to be done and like i said they're not naming uh zay as uh and been suspect charged with anything and he hasn't yet. been crime, so. you know charged with anything so it, anything can happen from this point um, but it, it is an unfortunate situation. It does seem like something happened. Something happened to this woman, whether it was Zay There's or somebody. There's a lot of inf- information. And, and then the the other concerning thing, Cordell, what you read was the third person there pulled a firearm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if they're pulling a firearm, what are they doing with that firearm? You know, I'm guessing they're telling her to not to talk. It would be my guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's what I would guess. Um, so, no, it's not a uh, pretty situation for the Ravens. And, and Cordell, because we talked about it yesterday. I mean, I, I said it yesterday. When you look at the Ravens' offense right now, other than quarterback and tight ends, got a lot, a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of questions mm-hmm. that need to be. And I don't, I don't know if there's enough time for them to be able to answer all of those only questions have draft within picks. this one offseason, you know? Eight draft picks. Yeah. And Eric's going to have a, you know, I mean, last year he had a busy offseason, but mm-hmm. it was predominantly with one dude. Right, right. This year it's uh, putting a puzzle together. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll open up the phone lines, 410-583-1057. If you want to jump in, you want to talk about the Orioles as pitchers and catchers report to Sarasota today, we can definitely talk about that. What are your expectations for this ball club this year? Are you expecting another 100-win season, another division title, or would you be okay with a minor step back for this young ball club? 410-583-1057 is the number. You want to talk about the Ravens in their offseason as well what would you do with this wide receiver room as Rashad Bateman still on this roster for you next year we'll talk about all that and more next hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. See you on the fan. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Cordell Woodland in for the Bobster here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw. He's behind the glass. Coming up at 11 o'clock, we'll bring in Childs Walker from the Baltimore Sun. Of course, he covers the Baltimore Ravens. We'll talk to Childs about the Ravens' offseason plans and how he thinks Eric DaCosta will tackle all these challenges that are standing before him this offseason. But looking at this Ravens wide receiver room, Vinny, and we talked a little bit about it in the last segment, they've only got two guys under contract going into this year, and that's Rashad Bateman and Zay Flowers. And we know the questions surrounding Zay Flowers right now. Where are you at with Bateman? I think we, we're on the same page in terms of they're probably not picking up his fifth-year option. Right. But what does his future hold? Is he in is he in Baltimore next year? This next year, I think I think definitely. I mean, Harbs came out pretty strong after the season. He's starting next year, blah, 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 all that. I don't think they can afford to not. And what I would kind of recommend to him is go spend, you know, a couple weeks this summer with Lamar. You know, not all at one time. Go spend, you know, like four or five days. Go back again, spend four or five days. Go back again, spend four or five days. But he needs to get, their chemistry needs to be better because they don't have it. And that needs to improve. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Rashad Bateman, is, it, it was a disappointing season, primarily because, you know, he was healthy for most of the year. I mean, yep. he's available. He's available, and that had been the biggest hurdle for him, just being able to get on the field and stay on the field and he was able to do that this year and you've got all the uh analytics showing you the separation rate that he has he has one of the best separation rates in the nfl but yet <laughs> he's not getting the ball and when the ball is thrown to him bad things usually happen is whether it's a turnover an overthrow underthrow drop whatever wrong route something goes wrong whenever he and Lamar try to yeah. try to link up. Well, the thing that would be frustrating, because I played receiver in college, and the thing that would get frustrating is that in practice, 
he's getting a lot of balls and they throw a lot to him and he's catching. Then in the game, he never right. gets any. And then it's like, what the hell? You know, that that's that's why with receivers, man, you got to get them into the game mm-hmm. early. And with Lamar, with uh, I'm guessing with Bateman, you know, I mean, if he hadn't even seen a ball, you know, in two quarters or whatever, you know, he's like, why should it? You know, because in his mind, damn, I'm sprinting mm-hmm. every play. And and you know what? In practice, these plays are supposed to come to me, and they never go to me. They always go to somebody else. What the hell am I doing? So I'm sure, you know, publicly he hadn't said it, but I'll guarantee you there's a lot of frustration with him. And I remember talking to him about that in the locker room one day, uh, just about the challenge of being a receiver and running 30 to 40 routes in a game and you know, you might get the ball thrown to you three times. You know what I'm saying? And it, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's the challenge of consistently giving 100% on every route. And yeah. and yep. it's easy for – I think it is easy for people to just say, well, he should do it. And they're right. He should. But the human side is like by the time you get to that 18th route and you haven't gotten the ball thrown to you, it's like, why would I run this 30 – yard route up the field full speed when I know the ball's not coming to me and then it just so happens the ball is coming to you and and, and you're not even in the vicinity of the area yeah I mean Cordell I kind of had that in college because you know I mean we always used to say you know in our receiver room we'd always laugh and say you know because you have your big practices on Wednesday Thursday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday in college and we like made all big eight today <laughs> you know, I made all big eight today. You know, like I caught nine balls today. Right. And then you go in the game and, you know, you get one, mm-hmm. you know, and you just get frustrated. It's like, you know, and coach says, oh, we're going to do. I mean, you know, you can cry wolf so many times. And I think that's what happens to him is I'm guessing he gets a lot of targets in practice. Because I think I even heard them say one time he had a great practice, mm-hmm. great week of practice. And then you don't get balls. It's It's the most bizarre thing. What about some of these other receivers that – aren't under contract anymore. Are you bringing back a Duvernay? Are you bringing back a Beckham, a Nelson Aguilar? Any of these guys entice you? Aguilar, Aguilar didn't do bad. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, for the right price, I'd, I'd bring Aguilar back. Duvernay, if I can't find anybody else, I'm not bringing him back right away. And I'm guessing that he's not going to have a ton unless maybe somebody looks at him as a return guy and fifth receiver. Um, But... Otherwise, I got Flowers, possibly, and Bateman. And then I would bring Aguilar back. But then you got to get another few more guys. You got to get some guys. And like I said, you only got eight draft picks. And you need O-linemen. You need O-linemen desperately. Mm -hmm. You need pass rushers. You need safety. need a corner. need a running back. Couple running backs. I mean, because Cordell, they might need a linebacker. I'm. I don't know. I'm not Simpson. convinced. I'm. I, I'm just saying. I'm not convinced. I don't think they're going to put all their eggs into the. I don't think it'd be wise to put all their eggs into the Simpson basket. Not a knock on him, but it's it's unproven talent. It, it's tough to. You're talking about replacing a second team All Pro right now. I I, I would imagine that they are going to want to have options at that position. I think um, here's what I think about Simpson is I think Simpson's raw, not the best instinct. I mean, he's basically Patrick Queen his first year. 
And what did they do a lot with him? You got to blitz him. You know, you got to make him look good. You got to you got to help him find a football. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. Otherwise, he's going to look slow. If you want to make him look fast, and then it eventually will come, and it'll come quicker for Simpson than it did Queen because he's got Roquan right off the get-go. Right. So I think Simpson can be okay, but you're not going to get Patrick Queen from last year is what you, you know, that may be another year or two years down the road, but he can run, you know, he can do the things that need to be done. It's going to take some time. I mean, my thing with, with this is a, I, I, I do believe the Roquan effect is real. How how big of the how big of an effect will it be? Is my question. It's you know, it, it definitely helped take Queen to to another level. I I definitely agree with that. Um, and then how much did Zach Orr help? I mean, I think Zach Orr helped. I, I think the coaching. Well, I, I'm not even really concerned about the coaching aspect. I think they'll be coached well. I, I think all the intangible things off the field will will help out. My question is. We saw Queen kind of really ascend throughout his career. Every year, I mean, it's a jump. It's yep. a jump. He yep. may not have been what we wanted him to be in year two, but you can't deny that the jump from one to two was good, and then the jump from two to three and and so forth. The biggest well, jump was once Roquan came, then he made a huge no jump. Doubt. No doubt. No doubt. And I think I, I do think he was heating up before Roquan got here, but for sure. Well, let me Roquan ask you this about helped. Queen. Do you think he's a Batman or a Robin? If you're another team, I don't. I, I don't think he's a necessarily a Batman. So is he Roquan? No, he's not right. Roquan. Well, that's not. But I that's mean, what you're going to be paying for. Well, yeah, that's that's just the price of getting yeah. most of these guys on the that's open the market. Problem. Yeah, because I, what you're paying for, and then you're like, man. You know. And I want to be clear. I'm not in. I'm not fight banging on the table that the Ravens need to re-sign Patrick Queen. I, I understand he's pretty much outpriced himself. And Roquan's in a limited class. You know, it's it's not yes. many people in, in that class right now that are playing. Other. Honestly, the Niners. honestly. So I, I don't. It's no shame in not being Roquan. But yeah, I, I don't think PQ is going somewhere and is having the the same effect that Roquan had on him on other people. See, I I think he'd be valuable to Seattle if they re-sign Warner. To be honest, I think he'd be good in a situation even if he was like if you put him up next to another good linebacker like I'm thinking of like a Tampa Bay situation. What's Miami got? Cuz I'm I'm looking at coordinators. I don't know like Miami. Baker, like you mean what players do they have? Who would he be with at the inside uh, like backers? Like Jerome spot? Baker I think is still there. I don't know if he'd be there next year or not, uh but I know he was out there. Um, the Van Ginkle, uh, Van guy. Ginkle, he played outside. Yeah. He was a pass rusher, right? Um, I'm not. I, I, I know, know a lot about Miami just because of hard knocks. You know, I watch yeah. that all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see where he goes. I don't, like I said, I don't think he'll have the Roquan effect, but he doesn't. He doesn't necessarily have to. I think he'll he'll still be good. He'll be good. But the fan base is going to be expecting right. Roquan type. Well, yeah, I, I, somebody needs to get in there and let them know. <laughs> now that 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 won't be the case. Coming up next here on the fan, we'll look at uh, this. Continue to look at this Ravens team. We'll look at the secondary. Marcus Williams. He's had an up and down first couple of years here in Baltimore. Can we trust Marcus Williams going forward? We'll talk about that next here on the fan. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What are you drinking? Vinny, cake bread, Chardonnay. Haney, McUltra. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan on this Woman Crush Wednesday. You send in your favorite female artist or band to the uh, text line and quick draw he'll play that song for you cordell woodland here for bob still with vinnie serato quick draw mcgraw behind the glass coming up at 11 o'clock childs walker from the baltimore sun he'll join us to talk some ravens offseason which we're talking about right now and we're looking at the safety position primarily at marcus williams the big free agent signing from two years ago and these first two seasons in Baltimore haven't gone the way that I think any of us expected, especially considering the way that the first year started. You know, he had four picks, uh, three in the first two games yeah. of the season. And uh, it looked like a home run signing. The Ravens spent some big money to, to bring him in. Um, and then they go and draft Kyle Hamilton. And it's like, oh, man, this safety situation looks great. For Baltimore, but it's been up and down and primarily due to injuries for Marcus Williams, who really didn't deal with injuries before he got to Baltimore. But now you're going into year three. What's your feelings on Marcus Williams and how right now to this point and how are you feeling about him going forward? Well, kind of like when he's healthy, he plays good when he, you know, I mean, this year, Cordell playing with one arm, Mm -hmm. so he couldn't tackle. His tackling was terrible. And, I mean, if you can't raise your arm to go play the ball, how effective are you really? So I think it was two tough years for him. I mean, it started out, like you said, with a bang and then uh, hadn't been much since. So can he, if he can't stay healthy again next year, Court, after this next year, then you gotta he's got to go. Yeah, I mean, and it's, uh, it, it'd be unfortunate um, because I think, I mean, he's a fairly young guy too, you know, in his mid-20s mid to late 20s, um, and he can play, like you said. And, and and to be honest with you, I thought he did get better. At, you know, what, obviously when he first came back from the injury oh, this year, yeah. it was it was tough to watch. Um, and Kind of like watching Ronnie Stanley play left tackle. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's handcuffed. He's, yeah. You know, Ronnie's pretty much playing with one leg, and, and yeah. Marcus Williams was playing with one, one arm. arm. I mean, it, it, it is very similar, and... Um, but he, he did find a way to be able to, you know, make it work. Um, there were instances against, I, I think back to that Niners game, especially at the start of that game, it was, you could tell they circled him on their game plan. You know, they, they attacked him big time mm-hmm. on that first and drive. And I would too. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame him at all. I do think he can still play. Um, I, I just want to see if he can stay healthy and, it's, that's just not a question that I think that they thought they'd be asking themselves no. at this point. And if he goes through OTAs and mini camp and all that, and he's healthy, Cordell, then it's 
I mean, it's just like with him, Humphrey. How long? How long are they going to be here? You know, how long are they going to stay healthy? Because, I, I mean, Humphrey, as he's gotten older, he get, he played ten games. Mm-hmm. He gets hurt more and more. He plays a physical style, but he's been hurting ankles and quads, and you know, pulling muscles. So he's. Doing something's in his training is not right if you if you're pulling a lot of muscles, and uh, with Williams, I mean he's had like when he gets hurt he's out for a while, and he could have been out. You know I give him credit Cordell because he could have missed a whole year oh, and yeah. had his had his both pack. times he came back he came yeah. back last year as well. Yeah, and he could have had he could have been out for the year and and had his surgery with his torn. I'm sh- I'm sure he's had it already. You know after the season, but you got to give him credit. You know, I mean, he, he's he's fighting through it. You know, he probably takes a, a pain shot on Sundays, but I guarantee you Sunday night he doesn't sleep well because, you know, it wears off and that hurts like hell. And you mentioned Marlon Humphrey. I think he's got just as many question marks on him going forward. No I mean, doubt. What, will we be able to get, you know, vintage Marlon? I'm not saying the Marlon that was necessarily fruit punch and, uh, I don't even think he has to be a top five corner in the NFL yeah, or anything like that. I don't think he like can that. run like he did early on. Well, that I mean that that shows at times when, especially against some of these bigger receivers that have a bigger stride and they're going vertical yeah. on them, it's tough to keep up with some of those guys. George Pickens, I, I think he smiles a lot when he sees Marlon lined up across from him these days. But we'll see what happens. Uh, but Marcus Williams is one that that intrigues me because I, I definitely think the guy can play. I just don't think we've gotten to see the best version of him through the first two seasons, obviously due to the injuries. I think he can play, though. Do you think uh, Vegas is right having the Ravens, as of today, be the, uh, what, third best odds to go to the Super Bowl? I got to see the finished product. Yeah, I got to. I got to see how this season kind of. Because there's, I mean, there's a lot of question marks on that team right now. Yeah. I mean, hey, you got the quarterback. That's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. you know. So everything else is not as big a deal, but they've got some big deals. They do that they got to deal with, and more so offensively than defensively. And then you know, with Zach Orr, you got a coordinator that's never called defenses before, and Cordell. How about if they do play that opening game against Kansas City? That's his first game yeah. calling defenses against Mahomes. You know they're going to be, you know they're going to be shifting, moving, doing all kinds of try to do different things with a new coordinator. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll keep it going with the Ravens talk. We'll bring in Childs Walker from the Baltimore Sun. He covers the Ravens. We'll get Childs' thoughts on this Ravens offseason. What are some of the big pending moves in front of Eric DaCosta, and how will he handle those decisions next here on The Fan? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 